Selling a little or a lot? Shopify helps you do your thing however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. What I love about Shopify is basically how no matter how big you want to grow, Shopify gives you everything you need to take control and take your business to the next level. I know we use Shopify here at Betches. And honestly, anyone with any kind of business could really benefit from Shopify. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell everywhere from their all-in-one e-commerce platform to their in-person POS system. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout, 15% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. And sell more with less effort thanks to Shopify Magic, your AI-powered all-star. Shopify powers 10% of all e-commerce in the U.S. And Shopify is the global force behind Allbirds, Rothy's, and Brooklyn, and millions of other entrepreneurs of every size across 175 countries. Plus, Shopify's award-winning 24-7 help is there to support your success every step of the way. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash betches, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash betches now to grow your business no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash betches. Betches Media presents Diet Starts Tomorrow with hosts Sammy Sage I'm having a relationship with my pizza and Aileen Drexler. I'm going to make you girls a hump day treat. In a world where wellness looks perfect on Instagram. Just doing my workout. Tuesday's arms and back. But feels anything but in real life. Is butter a carb? Yes. This is the podcast exploring the emotional side of well-being. I would be proud to partake of your pecan pie. From people who understand the struggle. I am on the third day of my cleanse diet. Hello and welcome back to Diet Starts Tomorrow. I'm Aileen. I'm Sammy. And we are, guess what, back. And we are. We have something really annoying to talk about. Actually, I'm really excited to talk about it. But the topic is annoying. Do you agree? Oh, it's so annoying. Every time <laughs> I see people suggesting we should talk about it, I'm like, can we not? But also, it seems like something we can't ignore as purveyors of wellness opinions. Agreed. Um, I'm excited to talk about it because it's so fucking crazy. For everybody wondering what we're talking about, I'm sure you've guessed it because this happened last week. What we saw on the internet was really mind-blowing. I thought it was a joke. But so it's, did I. I was like, it, the, we're talking about the dental slim diet control weight loss device you saw probably saw on instagram if you haven't google it right now so you can visualize what we're talking about it's like a cage on your teeth (laughs) it looks like the terminator it's like a little like metal piece it also doesn't help the diagram that they show is really scary it's like like literally terminator slash like mars attacks you know they just show gums like it's fake, like a model of teeth. Yeah, it's no, like, fake it's like dentures. Yeah, but there's no, there's no, ma- you know, there's no lips. It doesn't feel like, it just feels very scary. It doesn't feel breezy. Not breezy. <laughs> Monica, be breezy. Breezy braces. So it's like this metal, metal device that's on like the side of your mouth and it literally locks your teeth shut. 
Okay, should we just, okay, like just to explain technically what this is, like it was created by researchers in New Zealand and the United Kingdom. And it's basically like cemented to someone's molars so that they can, they have to be on a liquid only diet. They specifically did create this so that they could combat the obesity epidemic and claim that it's made for like people who are needing to lose weight very quickly and undergo surgery. Apparently, it doesn't restrict their breathing and it allows you to speak because thank God that would have been, yeah, at the least you could do. And it has like an emergency key in case like you have a panic attack over your liquid diet and or you choke on your liquid diet. And this is like something that they like conducted in a study over with seven women who were obese who wore the, the device for two weeks. They reportedly lost an average of 14 pounds. But they gained back like a pound and a half in the two weeks after the trial. All these women were – they were technically BMI over 30. Um, and their diet was 1,200 calories per day. Where have I heard that before? In liquid drinks and one protein shake. So – Why do they need to wire their teeth shut if – like to have this dot – you know what I mean? Like <clears> – Maybe you can't prove – Right. It's like, how does this, how does this prove anything other than that this liquid diet works? Yeah. It doesn't prove that the device works. No, the device does work because like you literally have no choice but to have this. Okay. Seems sustainable. But I guess the point of it is, is that it's, well, actually, according to the article that I read, they didn't originally say it's meant for people who need to undergo surgery they said that they clarified that after the backlash but they claim that it's for patients who need to undergo surgery um but can't until they lose weight but they also kind of contradicted themselves and said it's a response to not having to need surgery it's a more cost-effective route so I don't really know. Seems fucked up. It seems right. like like it doesn't make any sense. It doesn't it doesn't actually address anything. It doesn't address the obesity crisis. It reminds me of just like you know your mom or your mom's mom being like, "Oh, just shut your, just have your mouth sh- wired shut." Wired like shut. yeah. You know, like Well, that wh- is what a do you scene mean? from the movie Camp, which I haven't I don't think I saw I've seen in like a very long time, but I do vaguely remember that. It's just, like, so dumb. Like, it literally is just, like, ugh. It's so dumb. That was That's, like, my first reaction. Like, the hardest eye roll I could possibly muster. And, like, no words. Just emotions. Apparently, according to the article in the Washington Post, apparently there was a practice of jaw wiring in that was popular in the 80s, but fell out of favor as patients developed psychiatric conditions and periodontal diseases. But the researchers said that this new thing avoided several of the jaw wiring pitfalls. But <laughs> <laughs> but the thing is, is like, it again, it just doesn't address anything. Like, it doesn't address the obesity crisis. The, re- the obesity crisis isn't because people just can't stop eating. I mean, like maybe for some people, <laughs> but like, like that's not the why the, the entire crisis. There, it's so. It's I mean, so it's so much more complicated. It feels like a stupid band aid, like a really light band aid that barely has any adhesive left. <laughs> it just almost feels like a PR stunt. 
then you're like, no actual scientist did this. I don't know. I'm just like, this is so dumb. Like, it's just so dumb. Please no one buy it. Please no one think about buying it. This is something that I don't even think in my darkest days of dieting that I would have abided. Like, I don't think I would have done it either. I really, It's just I, so ridiculous to me. Like, I'll have the liquid diet, please. But like, I don't need the jaw, like the jaws of death to, to be in my mouth. Like, I don't need to have something added onto my mouth that's going right. to make my life unpleasant. I, I mean, I also wouldn't do it. <laughs> but that said, it would definitely make me think about like oh is there some device that i could work out so that i can time it with my own thing and be like hey during the between my meals my what my jaw doesn't <laughs> fucking work you know but what like, i mean but that this is this is previous aileen that's sort of like the refrigerator locks that like that's that's more like that right that makes like a little bit more sense because it's not something that you're putting on your person like to me that Right. But it also, again, doesn't really address any anything larger. Wait, do you hear the landscaping in my background? But it also doesn't really address anything larger. It doesn't address behaviors that, like, you, you have the control of whether or not you go open the refrigerator, right? Like, it's not it the refrigerator's your, fault. Like- that it won't stay open, stay closed. <laughs> right. It doesn't like address the like psychological reasons behind all of this, which is really the only thing that matters in some ways. Like, but yeah, at least the refrigerator, the, refri- the refrigerator bothers me less because it's not invasive. Like it's not physically invasive. The thing You're not. That- the thing that it does, but it does bother me in 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 general because it's suggesting that again we as a people are these like gluttonous can't have no control and we need external things just to you know shut our mouths and be thin like right. again not I'm not knocking weight loss at all I'm just saying that like. Looking for these answers from the outside is what has gotten at least me into trouble in the past and like has kept me on diets that either worked, then didn't work, worked, then didn't work. You know, like that's that's the thing that kind of annoys me about this. That's the annoying part. It doesn't really address. I think that's a great I think that's a great point. It just presents as particularly barbaric. Like, that's yeah. why I think it, it has garnered page views. You know what I mean? Like, that's why the refrigerator lock doesn't get, like, press, you know? <laughs> because right. it's not, like, this, like, scary-looking device with this ugly picture that they show that, that like, goes around. It's like, can you believe this? Like, that it sparks, like, a moral outrage. But, yeah, no, totally. I think that that is a great point. Like, I this think- whole theme of looking for answers for one's own wellness outside of oneself that and and that it's like you need to answer to societal restrictions in some way yeah i actually had a really nuanced conversation about weight loss just before this recording because i had my um conversation with my rd like my week my appointment if you will um and we had like 
she has just such like a nuanced perspective of that I don't think I've ever seen conveyed about it or understood about intuitive eating, which is and I'll let me let me first explain the context in which this came up. So I was saying how like I really do feel like I'm trying to accept my body, but I do feel like it's also bigger than I feel physically comfortable. And I was saying to her like how sometimes I'll get this urge to like be more consistent about like working out and being fit and how I just like want to feel like more in shape. And but then I'll have this other thought that's like, no, but like you can't because you'll fall into like trying to lose weight and trying to get smaller. And so don't like try to invest in being fit. And I so that would inhibit me from working out. Like honestly, I would that would literally be like, okay, don't work out because of that thought. Then so I brought that up to her and she was like, okay, so the, a big part of intuitive eating is being able to hold both of those thoughts inside your mind that like you want to be fit and you want to be in shape that and that may make you smaller and you might be happy about that and maybe you do want to do it be, partly because it will make you smaller but the but something she then asked me was like think about like why do you want to be fit like why do you want to be in shape and i said like because like while not being in shape is fine at the moment for me at age like 32, I don't think that this is going to make like a great healthy 65-year-old version of myself. And like I want to be able to like – I don't want to spend like age 65 going to doctor's appointments. I want to spend it like traveling and like going on hikes and like doing stuff and like living my life. So she was like, okay, so like – if you just focus on like like yes maybe when you when you want to work out you will be like gleeful about the thought that it could make you smaller but like you're also want it you also want to do it because you want to be in shape so you can have like a longer healthier more enjoyable life it's good and for she was our like health. it's okay yeah. right good for health and she was like what people often get wrong about diet culture, like especially on the internet, is that like you always have to make the decision that is the most rebellious against diet culture or that appears to be the most rebellious against diet culture, but that that is not necessarily like something that takes into account all of your intuition, but only like one piece. Mm-hmm. Right. I mean, we've talked about that in the past is like changing the the narrative of why you're working out. Regard like working out is healthy, like it promotes health, like exercise. Thirty, we know this. Like thirty day time, minutes a day promotes health. Necessary, not, but but diet culture took that on and started making it all about losing weight and being fit and being thin and being thin and thinner, and then it turned into like exercise anorexia or or all of that. But if we go back to square one. And realize how good it is for our heart and our muscles. And also just like sometimes like the way you look. Like it doesn't necessarily mean smaller. It might mean more not tones, but like your muscles are showing, you know. And that's that's nice too sometimes. Like that doesn't necessarily mean you're promoting diet culture. It feels like cat food has been the same forever. Smelly, boring, made of mystery ingredients. That's why you've got to try Smalls. 
Small's cat food is protein-packed recipes made with preservative-free ingredients you'd find in your own fridge. And it's delivered right to your door. Make the switch from kibble and give your cat a meal they'll love. We actually sent some Small's to my friend in Brooklyn who is fostering kittens, and they took to it right away. It is delicious. It is nutritious. It is easy to serve. Yum, yum, yum. Eat it up. Your cute kitty is descended from ferocious desert cats who hunted live prey. Even if your cat prefers to nap all day, they still need fresh, protein-packed meals for a balanced and healthy diet. Other brands fill their food with mysterious meat byproducts, artificial flavoring, and preservatives with names I don't even want to try to pronounce. After switching it up to Smalls, 90% of cat owners reported overall health improvements. That's major. The team at Smalls is so confident your cat will love their product that you can try it risk-free. That means they'll completely refund you if your picky cat won't eat their food. Now is the time to make the switch to Smalls. Head to smalls.com slash DST and use promo code DST at checkout for 50% off your first order, plus free shipping. That's the best offer you'll find, but you have to use my code DST for 50% off your first order. One last time, that's promo code DST for 50% off your first order, plus free shipping. So where, so where's your conclusion? Are you going to work? Is that you're going to try to work out more? I am. Like over this weekend, I found myself saying to like Avi, I'm like, I want your, I want to have your habits. Like meaning specifically like the way he eats and the way he, a little less activity than him. He does too much activity, but like, like at least his baseline level of activity, I would like to have. Because he has a very healthy lifestyle and he doesn't restrict himself and he indulges when, you know, he's not afraid to like indulge and it's just all sort of just like very fine, you know? Yeah. And he not like most of the time he's eating like balanced and nourishing himself and like he takes good care of himself. And I feel like I want to take good care of myself that way too. Mm-hmm. Which is intuitive. Um, yeah, he's not like, oh my god, like I must because I'm gonna be fat. Like that's I, not in his head. I do think that there, it's okay to also want aesthetic changes for yourself that aren't aren't necessarily associated with me getting smaller. Like right now, I'm not moving as mu- nearly as much. I'm so tired and I have a cold. Like I just can't get myself to move. And I notice my body changing significantly because of that. And not it's not getting bigger. It's just. I have more cellulite or my it's just different and I'm okay with it right now because I know it's temporary but I'm craving moving like but I'm a little bit scared like I want to go sign up for soul cycle because <laughs> my Peloton's in um in storage but I'm a little bit scared <laughs> because I'm very pregnant <laughs> like doing a month but I know it's temporary and I'm excited about like being able to like get back to working out the way that I'm used to because it really did make me feel good. And that, right. I think, is the point. <laughs> right. It is the point. Right. How do we get to this? What do we, what do we, how do we start with this? I don't remember. It started with the device. Oh, looking inside of us for decisions, not for like devices or diets that tell us what to do. Oh, right, 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 right. And then, like, examining our intentions of, like, why we're doing things. Just going back to the device, I do want to mention that I feel like had this come out or anything, I feel like something like this has had come out like a year ago or maybe yeah, a year ago, 
I feel like I would have been very emotionally quote unquote triggered. It would have affected me for sure. And I would have felt like, oh my God, another thing that is telling me to eat less and, and I need to go eat less. Ugh, like, you know, it's like just a reminder that, yeah, I need to take this. Uh, this thing is stupid, but n- yeah, I need to go eat less. And again, I can't look within myself to do this such, such, like that. Oh, I need to go on a diet. Like, I know this would have done that to me. And um, do, do you know what I mean? Like, yeah, because it, because it's it's so it's so powerful. Just one little message, even if it's a for PR, even if the there was a good amount of backlash, which I'm really happy about, which shows some progress. Um, it still would have fucked fucked with my head. You know, I get that, and I think that also speaks to, to what happened with Pinterest, where they're now taking away like mm-hmm. all weight loss, anything off the platform. And I did see like some backlash to that. Where there were there's just backlash to the backlash to the backlash. Oh really? Well, I didn't well, see the backlash to that. It wasn't like significant, but I did see like points being made on TikTok, you know, about how like, and this wasn't only about Pinterest. This was about like anything, like taking away any sort of like when companies or anyone takes care to like remove triggers or something, that like, and the person was saying like it's not the world's job to remove your triggers, like yeah. which like I get that's definitely real. Um, but that, but like, it definitely is meaningful. Like, why would you put things that are objective or why would you put things that are harmful in front of people's faces willingly and then profit off of them is I think what, what Pinterest is trying to accomplish as a business. I understand why they did it. I mean, the business is allowed to do what they want they can accept money from whoever they want or deny money from whoever they want. Their main audience is women. Mm-hmm. And for, for a lot of women, even though that may be like something that they can get money from, I mean, for, for, from Pinterest for women that seeing that might make them look bad feel bad about themselves and then want to get off the app. So from a right. business perspective, I would want my audience to feel good about themselves and stay on my app and shop in another way. <laughs> so like that to me makes sense. Right. I think Bumble does a similar job when they make policies like about like no, like I don't remember exactly what their policies are, but like no guns, no um, dick pics, no harassment. Like, Okay, so do we think they created this device, like, just to make money? Do we think they, like, actually think this is going to help people with obesity? Um, I mean, I definitely think that they there's always money involved in anything. They invest to make money. They know gastric bypass is uh, surgery that makes a lot of money. Do we think that they really wanted to help the obesity crisis? I mean, maybe. I mean, like, I feel like people who are of, like, the Hayes movement would say, like, obesity isn't, like, real. Like, if you look at the BMI chart, it's very outdated. And they create a condition called obesity so they they can, like, need to treat people for it. That right. is one. That is one opinion. But um, 
I don't know. I don't think anyone does anything if they're not trying to make money off of it. Like, <laughs> I don't think they're just trying to, like, cure obesity out of the goodness of their hearts. Mm-hmm. Like, I do feel like there there's so many different factors to obesity on a like a national level rather than just like on a personal level. So and right. this isn't gonna, this is right. sort of an answer for the personal level, I think. So, and it's, that's why it's if a it's solve you- for, for doctors to say, here are, are now our options. If you don't want to go through surgery, this is something you can do. But to me, and that's, and this is some of the backlash. It doesn't, again, from a personal level, it doesn't help this person because you're not going to keep your jaw, jaw shut for a long time. You're not going to only drink liquids for a long time. It's also why all those people from like the biggest loser gain a lot of weight back right after. There's no, it's why I gained a lot of weight after my wedding diet. Like there's no, there's no, there's no after work. Right. The, the work needs to be done or the pre-work. Like there needs to, before you get this jaw thing, you need to learn, <laughs> learn how to um change your life. To lose weight, not do a hack that's temporary temporary, and then figure it out after. Right. Also, this isn't going to solve the obesity epidemic because people are not going to like widely get this jaw device and like only be eating liquid, drinking liquids. Like the obesity epidemic is a public health problem, which comes from like specific factors in American like culture around food around advertising and also around the fucking ingredients and shit they put in our food which is not the same as in europe i will add big business (laughs) right so is so what's the problem (laughs) there's a lot this episode is brought to you by newly have you ever felt that fast fashion ick but can't always find the super high-end stuff I have a solution for you, Newly. Newly has everything you need to bring your closet up to speed for this season without breaking the bank. Free your closet of impulse purchases and skip the buyer's remorse by renting instead. Newly is a subscription clothing rental service. For just $98 a month, you get your choice of any six styles each month. Access to thousands of styles from more than 400 brands. There are no fees, late fees, damage fees, or fees to pause or cancel. They also have inclusive sizing up to 5X as well as petite and maternity. And you always have the option to buy what you love. I love Newly. I've rented so many cute things from there, and I've even made a few purchases from there. And they're always spot on. They have so many brands that I honestly could never afford in real life. So it's great to be able to rent them. Newly is a great value at $98 a month for any six styles. But right now, you can get $20 off your first month of Newly when you sign up with the code DST20. Just go to Newly, that's N U U L Y.com, and enter the code DST20 and sign up to get $20 off your first month. That's N-U-U-L-Y dot com, newly with two U's, with code DST20. Newly subscription clothing rental. Change your clothes. Warmer weather is finally back. After so many cold months, it's nice to get outside and soak up the sun. But the springtime 
always brings those unwanted guests, pollen and seasonal allergies. April showers bring spring flowers and sniffly noses and stuffed up sinuses. Luckily for those of us who live with the symptoms of allergies, we can live Claritin clear with Claritin D. Shout out to Claritin for supporting this episode and providing us with samples. I suffer from seasonal allergies. I just had them hit the other day. I couldn't breathe through my nose at all. And I popped a Claritin and it was like night and day. I'm a huge fan of Claritin. I use it on the regular and it always helps when we're making that transition from winter to spring, which is when my allergies flare up. Mainly it's my sinuses that get so clogged and the Claritin just clears it right up. Designed for serious allergy sufferers, Claritin D has two powerful ingredients and just one pill that relieve your allergy symptoms and decongest your nose so you can breathe better. This double action combination of prescription strength allergy medicine and the best decongestant available relieves sneezing, a runny nose, itchy and watery eyes, an itchy throat and nose, and sinus congestion and pressure with ease. Ready to live your life as if you don't have allergies? It's time to live Claritin clear. Fast and powerful relief is just a quick trip away. Find Claritin D at the pharmacy counter. Ask for Claritin D at your local pharmacy counter. You don't even need a prescription. Go to Claritin.com right now for a discount so you can live Claritin clear. Use as directed. Okay, so we had some listener DMs. One question is, do you think this device is worse than gastric bypass? In parentheses, they both physically limit the food you intake. Um, I think they're probably about equal. Like, I did actually um, see a TikTok about how the the term morbid obesity came from the inventor of gastric bypass surgery um, and that they basically added the word morbid in front to make it seem like you needed to do this surgery to save your life. Um, I don't know. I think they both are like, they, they, they mean that they feel the same to me. To me, they're not, not one, one isn't worse than the other. Um, I think w- this one, while maybe it's a cheaper solution or less invasive solution, lit- physically, um, it's half-assed because with gastric bypass, you phys- you can still continue eating. You're, you can change, you have to change your diet. You have to continue eating solid foods. It doesn't change the way you your mouth looks. Like it's it's a little bit more realistic for for sustainability. Right, that's true. Whereas this doesn't this is a band aid again. Like it doesn't do anything. You can only drink liquids. <laughs> Thank God they clarified that you can breathe. <laughs> like, like you know what I mean. Right. Um, How do you like open your mouth? I don't get I don't, it. Like, I was like trying to like when I was reading about right. it. I was like, how do you open your mouth? Everyone's just closed. Everyone's just walking around like a fucking ventriloquist. It's so fucking weird. It's like what? Like how does that help anybody? Okay, another DM. Yes. Do you think this device would be okay under doctor supervision for serious obesity and health problems? I'm not a doctor, and I'm sure that would vary between doctors, like the ones who invented this. I think most – I think the answer is yes, 100%. That doesn't mean this thing is um, is suggested by that doctor. You know what I mean? Like right. I'm not saying that doctors are suggesting you use it. I'm just saying yes, 100%. This should be – 
under supervision of a doctor. I don't know if the device itself would be okay now that it is under supervision, but it should be under supervision no matter what. Like, you shouldn't just be, like, attaching this to your mouth and be like, "Uh, I drank too much last weekend, so I'm putting on my metal (laughs) brace. (laughs) I can, I'm on my juice cleanse and my, like, Terminator (laughs) clip. (laughs) Like, no. Okay, the last one, listener DM, is it sad if you lack the self-control to not eat certain foods or is that just human? It's human. Like, like self-control is like, so I don't know. I'm not, I'm not like an expert on this, but if you like, I've definitely heard the concept that like self-control and dieting is like kind of a myth and it's just not like the answer. This question is loaded with language that is it sad is because of diet culture. The sadness of not being in control, the self-control to not eat certain foods. I feel like she means pathetic instead of sad. Same. That's what I mean. Like sad, pathetic. I I mean like, oh, sad. Because again, everyone has relative control of what they eat. You saying you don't have control around cookies or whatever is is because you have restricted it for so much of your life and because society's telling you you can't eat them. If you if and then if you make yourself feel sad or if you tell yourself you're pathetic because you had too many cookies, it's you're going to do the same thing the next day. Whereas if you tell yourself, "Oh shit. You know I did eat too many cookies." Or I just didn't, I don't know why I ate so many cookies. I must have been like emotionally eating something. I'm trying to fill my anxiety with cookies. What am I feeling? You know, maybe, maybe that feeling is sad. And then the next day, you're not thinking about that. You're not pathetic. You're going through something else. Like there's just, but then there's also some foods. Hold on. There's also some foods that are made to make you keep eating them. And again, it is not, doesn't make you a bad person. Like certain salty chips are just like, I can't stop because they're made for you to keep eating them. So like, right. we have to stop like blaming ourselves for this. And um, I think it is not just, I think the problem is society and diet culture and all of that telling us that it is pathetic. Guys, as many of you know, I've been on an alcohol-free journey. Please don't hold it against me that I just said journey, but I have. And one thing that I've really missed on this journey is beer. But now with Athletic Brewing, I'm able to get that delicious beer-like taste in my mouth without any of the alcohol. It's amazing. Just so you guys know, I used to love sours. I'm a big sour drinker and I really miss that taste. And now I don't have to miss out on it. It's amazing. Whether you're trying to cut back or you just want to explore a non-alcoholic alternative, Athletic Brewing is often a game changer. They offer a variety of different full-flavored brews with no alcohol allowing you to sip and celebrate anytime and anywhere. Do you like hazy IPAs, sweet fruity sours? Now you can enjoy this style without the hangover the next day. They offer hassle-free delivery right to your door when you order at athleticbrewing.com. Athletic brews bevs you can drink anytime, anywhere and still go right back to whatever you were doing. It's a great fit for parenting, playing sports, watching sports, doing chores, late nights and early mornings so you can imbibe without worry. 
Try Athletic Brewing non-alcoholic beers for yourself. Use code DST to get 15% off your first order at athleticbrewing.com. That's code DST at checkout for 15% off your first order. Near beer, exclusions and conditions apply. Athletic Brewing Company, fit for all times. In the market for investment-worthy bags, watches, and fine jewelry, Rebag is the answer. Rebag is a luxury resale platform where each piece is carefully inspected by experts to ensure quality and authenticity. Use Rebag to buy and sell finds from the world's top brands, including Louis Vuitton, Chanel, and Cartier. Head to Rebag.com to get 5% off your first purchase with code REBAGNEW. Shop today at Rebag.com. That's R-E-B-A-G.com. And use promo code REBAGNEW for 5% off your first purchase. When, when I think about like the word pathetic, it's actually quite loaded, yeah. like and for women particularly, because yeah. I think we all kind of conjure the same image in our minds when we think of like a pathetic woman who can't keep to her diet uh-huh. and something. And I think the, the 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 emotion of feeling pathetic is like a particularly low and shameful one. And Shame. I will tell yeah. you kind of like what I've started, like kind of a like how I've started to respond to that. I don't know if this is an unhealthy mechani- coping mechanism um, or not, but I will share like what I've started to do. Like when I feel myself getting into that um, space of like, oh, you're such a pathetic mess. And then like I start to feel down about it. What I will start to try to do is like sort of make a joke about it to myself. Like, like all these things that we feel make us quote unquote pathetic are often insignificant. Like I ate too much. Like oh, you're so like like that that w- what you tell yourself in that situation. Like I'm so pathetic. I have no self control. It's like literally like if you put that into like overall perspective, like you're telling yourself, like you're calling yourself this very extreme shameful word because you like ate a few extra things. And like when you sort of really think about that, when you think about like what the word pathetic should mean, it's like kind of funny to think about how like extensively you beat yourself up over nothing and like can kind of start to like almost roast yourself for it. And it almost like turns around. If that works. Like sometimes I will just kind of roast myself in my head for my like pathetic, stupid like things that I do repeatedly. Uh-huh. And instead of feeling like shit about myself, it makes me think like, you know what? I'm just like a human with like a stupid flaw. <laughs> you know what I mean? The way that I, I get what you mean. And I think that that's definitely like a great tool for me. What I have forced myself to sort of do is just every time something because I have vivid memories of me walking out of my old apartment building. Like how many times have I moved? Like two apartments ago, <laughs> three apartments actually ago. And looking in the reflective surfaces on my way to the subway and being like, ugh, ew, ew. Like, you're yeah. so this, that. Everything she says in physical. Yeah. And thinking to myself now, if I ever any type of thought like that creeps up, like just being like, this is so not helpful. And then I replace those thoughts with all the times that I may have, eat, whatever triggered me, I eat too much of this or shit, I ate too many. I didn't really actually want that cookie and I ate it. Instead of like going negative, just remembering that nothing has happened because I had that cookie and beating yourself up about it. Maybe we should better, like negative self-talk, making yourself feel bad about the thing that you did doesn't actually get you anywhere. 
Right, right. Exactly. If anything, it just like it's probably not as bad as your it's definitely I would guess if it is related to weight, it is not as bad as worth the way you're treating yourself. No. And like you're just a human being and you're just trying to like do your best and you should give yourself a pat on the back for that. I agree. But even further and even further, it is helpful to let yourself kind of give yourself grace in that moment instead because it doesn't perpetuate the action again. Like if you continue to speak negatively about yourself, it has a loop effect where you will continue to do that thing and then speak negatively about yourself. But if you just kind of let it go and ask yourself why or just be a little bit more anthropological about it and like say say it's okay that it happened, I want to understand why and be a little bit more just sweet to yourself, like almost be your own therapist in that moment, it probably won't happen again, again, and again, and again, like it would if you just went the other way. So like that, that if anything, that I hopefully that goes that way. But I, I know we, the, so the answer <laughs> to this DM is it is not sad. <laughs> Yeah. If you lack self-control, it is not sad. It is not pathetic. If you lack self-control, you're human. There's probably other things going on. You're probably, there's, you're probably, you know, affected by society, diet culture, people around you, your mom, whoever, who has said that about herself or your friend who says that about themselves or Instagram who says that about whoever, you know, you're not, you're just a human. So that is it. I have nothing else to say about the stupid magnet, this Terminator device. Um, If you guys have something to say, email us, DST at Betches, DM us at Diet Starts Tomorrow. Um, If you agree or disagree with anything we said, that would also be interesting to us. DM us at Diet Starts Tomorrow or again, email us. DST at Betches.com. And you can also follow me and Sammy at Sammy at Aileen. Um, and yeah, we'll, we'll see you on Thursday. We'll be back on Thursday and, 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 and we're always with you through thick and thin. Diet Starts Tomorrow is produced by Sean Kilby and Jorge Morales Pico. Editing by Stacey Wong and Sean Kilby. Social media by Sydney Rafe. Guest booking by Nicole Pellegrino. Be sure to follow at Diet Starts Tomorrow on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook. And send us your emails to dst at betches.com. Batches.